0: Attention, please. Places for top of show. Places for top of show. Hello and welcome to Twins Talk Theater. We are Cindy and Stacy, and we're talking about theater, backstage life, and all the excitement that the audience doesn't get to see. Enjoy the show.
1: Hi, everyone. We haven't had a podcast in a while, but since everyone is stuck at home with the coronavirus, I guess it's a good time to have a podcast. So, I asked an old friend of mine, Christina Bayer, if she would like to be on the podcast. She, like so many people, have been on my list for years. I originally met Christina. She was working in the box office at the Norris, which is Palace Verdes Performing Arts now. Um, and she was working in the box office and doing costumes in there. And then she decided to go back to school. And she uh, left the Norris and went to L.A. City College and got a certificate in costume design. And about the time she was done with that... Uh, Donna Fritchie was retiring from the Long Beach Playhouse, and I said, hey, Christina, apply for this job, and then she got it, and so now she's over at the Playhouse working, and I get to continue to, you know, drop in and see how she's doing and see how much she's progressed over the, I don't know, eight or nine or ten years that I've known her. Um, Yeah, so we got her on the podcast. Welcome.
2: Thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you guys.
1: Yeah, something
2: to do <laughs> during
0: lockdown.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Woo! making masks. laughs>
0: now that now that we're all what did you say now that we're all locked down with coronavirus made it sound like we all have coronavirus and we're <laughs> stuck at home? Right
2: yeah. Now? Yeah, thankfully we don't have it. Yeah. Thankfully
1: we that we know no, no, talking right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we are social distancing. Um, we are spread out. Um, I think my closest one, Christina, is about eighty miles away from me right now, so Twins a couple hundred miles away, so I think we're safe. Couple thousand miles away. Couple thousand miles yeah. away. I don't know how far <laughs> away is New York from California. <laughs> but anyways, welcome. So one of the Thank first you. questions we always love to ask people is how did you get into theater?
2: Okay. Uh this is probably gonna surprise you because I don't think we've ever talked about it. No, um, I don't think I've any- ever asked you. <laughs> For a long time now. Um I actually started in high school as an actor.
1: Oh, an actor! We started uh, in high school too, but not acting.
2: Yeah, no, you didn't at all.
1: No, 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 no. We were in choir, but we started as props in high school.
2: Nice. I was also in choir for a long time, but um, I went to a small math and science high school. Um, so we just had a drama class, um, and a bunch of my friends and I. We wanted to start doing actual shows instead of just oh, we're doing scenes in the class Mm -hmm. um and yeah eventually we just started doing shows there um I think my favorite one was uh Fiddler on the Roof um I got to play Hoddle the second oldest daughter (laughs) Nice. (laughs) yeah it was fun
0: how did Um, how did that because I always wonder so many schools out here are like math and science schools or a lot of science schools do you guys have a theater or how did you, how okay. did you perform?
2: <laughs> we did not have a theater um, ourselves, but, um, so I went to the California Academy of Math and Science. It's on the campus of Cal State Dominguez Hills. Oh. Um, so we we're lucky enough, we got to, um, I don't know if we rented it out or we got to use the, their theater there. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Was so we, we had um, universities, um, theater staff helping us out with, um, like, sound and things like that. But uh, all mm-hmm. of us students uh, worked on the sets, our own costumes, which was mostly, like, things from home. <laughs> yep,
1: as they usually are. <laughs> um,
2: no. uh, but we had our high school orchestra play um, for our show, so we did have live music.
1: Nice. Excellent. Yay. Yeah, <laughs> so did we.
2: It was good. Nice yeah and um, I don't know something about it. It felt like I know a lot of people say it, but it felt like home yeah, so mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just yeah I just decided to go to school for theater um so I went to UC Santa Cruz um and uh did my b a in theater there um it was an emphasis in design and technology because they didn't have a specific like costume track. Um, Okay. So
1: jumping to the costumes. So you started as an actor. How'd you jump to costumes? Have you always been into sewing or designing or anything, or how'd you get into that?
2: No, I actually didn't start sewing until undergrad. Um, Wow. I think, decided to switch over because i i kind of knew that i didn't want to pursue acting as a career um i just didn't think that it was for me (laughs) um i definitely wanted to go into tech somehow Mm -hmm. um and i remember doing a lot of um a lot of research for the shows um in high school um that was something that really interested me Um, like the anthropological aspects of costuming. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just realized that I was really into it, like completely geeking out about the the history and uh, things like that. And I thought I'd give it a go. I think originally I was thinking about going into set design. Um, and I don't know when that switched either. Um, cause I always kind of liked the, the European model where it's a set and costume designer for one show.
0: Yeah. That's very mm-hmm. common.
2: A lot yeah. of, uh, operas. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm going to have to tell Larry. Do you do he's going to
2: have to, I mean,
1: with all your free time, throw you into <laughs> a set design.
2: <laughs> I know. Maybe a small one upstairs.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a two or three person cast, no costume yeah. changes. <laughs> <laughs> so then you, you uh graduated from santa cruz uh and you've decided you wanted to do costumes what did you you moved down to la which is not santa cruz area what what made you move back down here because
2: <laughs> Bas- yeah basically because it's home um didn't really have any plans um up north so i decided to come home uh started looking at internships and things like that um i actually started volunteering at the Torrance theater company they do a big summer musical um where i met diana mann who's their costumer or Mm -hmm. was for i've worked
1: with her a number of times at the norris and then i think Mm -hmm. i sent her to a couple other companies that needed costume people
2: um so i did that for i think for two summers um Finally, found an internship with uh, a Noise Within. Um, back oh, when I like in them. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: they've got some <laughs> good stuff old- there.
2: They do. Yeah, I um, I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, it was f- interesting seeing a rep cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the years that they did uh, Noises Off too, so I got to oh. see them like. Putting the set up and down the set was crazy for that show um it was two-story they took the whole set down and flipped it around and put it back up during intermissions it was nuts oh. <laughs> yeah
0: i, I want to see that that sounds awesome
2: yeah that no turn also sounds crazy.
0: terrible <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but they'd had it down to a science yeah you have things. to yeah uh so you how long did you intern at a noise within uh, it was a—I want to say it was like a fall semester type internship, so it wasn't very long. Okay, like maybe three months or so. But I got to um, help out on uh, costumes for Richard the Third. I was also a soundboard op for that show um, <laughs> and wardrobe <laughs> maintenance, laundry, all of that. Um,
1: soundboard op? How look- does that even get like? Was it a general internship or
2: costume? Was, I don't think they got many costume interns. Uh, I think they mostly get acting interns. Um, So I think they were just trying to find something for me to do and they needed bodies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but soundboard, like, I find that to be one of the most complicated ones. Like, that's a whole language <laughs> of pushing buttons and microphone balance and all
2: luckily it was for um richard the third and i don't think they had any mics that i had to deal with i was just pushing buttons. <laughs> so, okay
1: good just like yeah audio playback okay
2: Whew. yeah jesus who throws somebody into that <laughs> yeah no <This> <laughs> i'd have been like well i i'll try but yeah okay <laughs> i'm a costumer <laughs> just remember <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> really good at sewing things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roman, um So hard. I did okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, for always a good experience. Um and then I'm trying to think okay, so met Diana Mann through Torrance Theatre Company. Um, she was doing a show at the Norris and um she had something come up and she asked me if I would take over for the show um doing costumes and it was I think I jumped in during tech week what show was it um, was uh, singing in the rain the
1: adult wow. one or the kid
2: one the adult one.
1: Oh man that was
2: yeah 2010 I want to say
0: that was a while ago, maybe 2010.
2: I think it What? 2000... Yeah, I want to say it was. 2010 or 2011, something that like that. That
1: was the first show at the Norris we'd sold out. Was it really? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, we the rain was pretty cool.
1: Poor Wesley <laughs> had to, like... As soon as he came off stage after doing that one number, I was right there and I had towels on the ground and I had a robe for him and he basically stripped most yep. of his outside stuff off. We had microphones that we had to pull on and off. He was shaking. Yeah. yeah. And I remember we had all to... intermission mopping that entire stage because we could not <laughs> yeah. keep he would kick the freaking water everywhere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you came in during tech for that. There were so many costumes in that one.
2: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, um, I don't remember if the the costumes hadn't come in before that or what, but I remember doing a lot of fittings during tech week, um, and a lot of alterations. I also remember having to hang up that suit every night with a fan, <laughs> like if it instantly got drenched. off. He drank, he drive so he could go on the next night. Yeah.
1: Okay. It says <laughs> uh, it was. October of 2010. Good Damn. job. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. I'm bad at remembering those things. <laughs> and um, I was so busy during that, I don't even remember who was costumed. So thank you. Uh, yeah. I think you did a great job. <laughs> thank you.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember when we actually met backstage, but I. Yeah, because
1: it so just many kind people... of happened. Yeah. <laughs> running around crazy show i don't know yeah (laughs) unless i needed something i usually didn't have to bother most like you were doing your job good yeah
2: exactly
1: (laughs) here's a pile of wet clothes that wesley just stripped off so
2: yeah so that's how i started at the Norris, and i was there for like seven eight years doing costumes
1: yeah so then how did you get into box office um 'Cause I mostly remember you in box office sewing and mending costumes <laughs> yeah. while at box office. So,
2: so all the time that I was doing shows at the Norris, I was working a day job and I was like, this sucks. I want if I'm gonna do a day job, I would at least it rather it would be in theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was looking at offstage jobs at the time, looking for other design opportunities and I saw that there was an opening in the box office and I thought why not
0: you're like a Marty there yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: and it ended up being great because like you said I could be in the box office and during downtime I could sew costumes oh I
1: have the perfect picture I think I have a picture of don't even remember what show it was, but you were coloring, you were you had a pair of white boxers and you drew flowers on them and you were coloring in the flowers on the boxers?
2: Oh yeah, I think it was um I want to say that was the nerd. Yeah, it might have been the nerd. And I took One a of picture of bars- you
1: cuz you're sitting at the box office. <laughs> coloring boxers and I was like oh it's
2: great and I think I was <laughs> on the phone with a customer at that yeah point. probably it was very <laughs>
1: convenient if I had questions about costumes I just walk into the box office yeah. in the front of the theater and be like here I you know did laundry or whatever and go back to my side of the theater
2: and yeah yeah, it was great I could take a five minute break and go down and grab something else and come back yeah. up and keep something,
1: <laughs> change the laundry or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh it's excellent. Okay, so then um you'd graduated, you were in the real world, you were doing costumes, you were working in the box office. Why did you decide to go
2: back to school at that point? I think I was honestly getting a little frustrated with how um with how I was doing costumes there. Um, Because with the Norris, a lot of the shows um, get rented. All the big musicals are usually a rental package. Um, Mm -hmm. Which is great if you're on a time crunch or um, you don't have any other resources. Um, But I was finding that the shows that I was able to go out and pull myself for were a lot more artistically rewarding.
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually had a vision besides this costume fit that actor and that's what they always wear during this show so that's exactly what they're
2: wearing. yes and I had been thinking about grad school since I graduated undergrad um and I was like well maybe now's the time but I was kind of scared to go back to for a graduate degree so I was like okay well I've seen this program before it's a certificate it's at a community college, maybe I'll do that first, try and get into um, back into school mode. Yeah, it's a big jump. Because
0: how long was it that you were out? It was out? actually
2: a two-year program.
0: No, in between, no, but how long was it school.
1: Yeah, in, in between Santa Cruz and uh, LA City?
2: Uh, oh, okay. Uh, graduated Santa Cruz in 2009? So I went back 26 20- Seventeen, I want to say. So it had been a while. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would. I don't know if I would be able to do that. Like, get back into the mode of like classes, x number of weeks, and and yeah, tests, that's and f- yeah, work,
2: yeah, yeah, all of that. <laughs>
0: um, what was the the certificate program like? Because I've never heard of a theater certificate program necessarily. I know there's like acting you can get certificates not in acting and singing I think but I've never heard of it for design.
2: Yeah, it was um it's almost the way it was set up it was almost like a a trade school sort of. I don't know if I'm describing it right or
0: it's so like a lot more hands-on and less classes.
2: Yeah. Um so the the theater academy um They audition in um, and interview everyone Um, so you can't just take classes through the the theater department there. Um, They have um, programs for acting, technical theater, and costume design. Uh, Those are the three (laughs) main um, subjects that they do. And for uh, costume design, it was I liked it because they had, um, patterning classes and, uh, they do two to three shows per semester. Um, so there are lots of opportunities to actually work on shows. Mm -hmm. Um, And
0: build them as well. Like as design, were you able to build or was it mostly a design only?
2: Uh, no, it was a little bit of everything. So I, I felt like I wanted more, um. I guess, more construction, um, like a better foundation in construction. Um, And so we did have uh, design uh, illustration classes and uh, construction classes. A lot of them were geared towards like the shows that we were doing. We also had lab classes where we would work on the shows. Um, And I actually got the opportunity to work on to design two shows there uh, with Tina Cronis who is an amazing director. Uh, she does theater movement bazaars, her uh, theater company um, and she does shows uh, that are very movement based. They're really fun. I Perfect. recommend them if you ever get to see something of hers at um, French festivals. Is she she's based in Los Angeles? She is, yeah. She's actually one of the acting professors um, at the academy.
1: Ah, nice. And so, I don't do a lot of costume. My (laughs) sewing is mostly one stitch that I just do everything in. How is it different? How is it different doing like a probably a big question period piece (laughs) versus a movement piece because period is all about you know being very tied up. Yeah, kind of tied up in movement. You have to use like different fabrics and stuff and you wanted to flow or you wanted to be able to move and stretch and dance and catch light and all that. Is it a different way you design between the two or
2: um yeah. And actually the the first show that I did there, actually both of them were um period and movement pieces. Oh, so interesting. it was really interesting to um try and marry the two. I think mostly I was designing for the period, um, but trying to make sure that they can do whatever they needed to in those costumes. Like I think I asked an actor to do like their weirdest movement during a fitting and he just yes. got down on the floor with yep. a somersault. <laughs> I was like, oh great, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you talk to the... Do you talk to the director a lot in advance about what their idea is and what they think movement-wise their performers are going to do? Because I've never thought about movement because I do opera, which is like, you know, most we have to say is they get down on their knees, you know, and that's about it for opera. But did you have discussions beforehand with the director?
2: Um, I'd kind of seen some of her work before, so I kind of had Mm -hmm. an idea of what I was getting into. Got Um, it. Yeah. Yeah uh but it was also um some discussions and then um going into the designer run through and seeing like just how much was going on
0: how much movement was happening
2: yeah yeah i always remember
1: <laughs> love going into designer runs and being like what the hell are they doing why was this not told to me earlier like there's a wall yeah.
2: there <laughs> Luckily I haven't had many um, surprises during designer runs. Sometimes there's there's one or two.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So now you've gone through school. You get a certificate. And then I think it was around that time when I was like, hey, Christina, there's this job opening. I think you should apply for it. Yeah, it was. It it was around that time, right?
2: You were. Yeah, I ended in fall of 2018 I guess and then like December January somewhere in there you were like hey there's a job so it was literally like right after I finished school
1: (laughs) it was perfect timing
2: exactly yeah I I couldn't be happier with it honestly I'm so glad you said something (laughs) about it (laughs) (laughs) well
1: I mean I've been around there for years and you know I steal some of Sean's people, but I try to send some people back, so he can't be too annoyed with me. (laughs) No, not too much. (laughs) (laughs) He is stuck with me.
0: at the Playhouse, if if people haven't listened to some of our other podcasts, because we've talked quite a bit about the Playhouse, you guys do like 12 or 13 shows a year? How many? It's like an obscene amount. 13. 13 shows a year. How is that? Like, especially right out of school, where you're like, oh, I did two shows at school, now you're like, and now I'm doing 13 shows in one year and you're not only, de- you're designing them and building them, right?
2: Yes, which is something I- I'd, I'd been wanting to do for a long time too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty happy that I get to do both and I don't have to choose. <laughs> um, sometimes you probably wish you were
1: choosing because I mean, a lot of work. Yeah,
2: sometimes just <laughs> because there are so many. <laughs> um, but I know it's not, that bad. Sean's pretty good about um, figuring out like the the techniques for each of the shows. So he kind of tries to stagger mm, a big mm-hmm. costume piece with a smaller, not so costume heavy show. Mm-hmm. Um, so so far it's been it's been great. That's
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> and then Donna, who is another one I've been trying to get on forever. Her and Greg. Um, she, I think you had to for your interview you had to present like a design for an upcoming show right like how yeah, was the it, whole interview process there because as a tech I'm like hey I build stuff but nobody's like hey build me this flat and I'll you know hire you based on how you build a flat so how yeah how was that that'd be kind
0: of cool though if you did
1: yeah like it if you actually. can't build a flat then I'm <laughs> not gonna hire you but
2: yeah <laughs> then um, I'm not gonna hire okay. you yeah I agree <laughs> Uh, so we had two interviews. The first one, um, I'm actually blanking because I don't remember it that much. I think I was so nervous <laughs> to get into it. Um, the the second, one, <laughs> second one, I remember, we had to um, present designs for an upcoming show. Uh, it was Silent Sky. Um uh, had to bring in costume renderings, uh costume plot breakdown um, and yeah, just figure out um, what kind of timeline I would have for it um, and just discuss like how I would go about um, realizing this show within playhouse um, budget and resources and all of that which you did you really know? That's what a pretty resources awesome interview process. It was yeah, really nice, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they gave us um, all the candidates a, a budget and said, "You know, we can pull." Knowing you can pull things from stock, and this, knowing that the budget would be this, like, what would you do?
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's I really cool.
1: Every time I... I would learn there was an interview because me I knew a couple fine. of the people interviewing, I'd ask, and Sean wouldn't tell me shit. Donna would, Donna'd be like, "Hey, so and so did this, and this person did that, and I think this person's doing really well." And John's like, "I can't tell you."
2: You know what? That doesn't surprise me now that I know
0: better. Yeah. So yeah, I was super excited. Like I've hired designers before. Never thought about that. I had a question though. So you said you mentioned budget so do you do all of your own budgets too how does that work in the playhouse are you given a budget cause I feel like we've brought this up but I can't remember per show or is it like this is your budget for the season and you, you can kind of manipulate it based on you know how many people you have per show or whatnot
2: yeah it's more the the latter um usually I have the budget for the year um for calendar year and then I go through and figure out um what show is going to need more money what show can do with less um mm-hmm. and i'm still figuring out the stock at the the theater but it's a um, big mm-hmm. one. it does help <laughs> to have so much stuff there
0: yeah is it just the upstairs or is it because i only remember the upstairs no, you've
1: never been to the downstairs uh, one
2: no it's a lot
1: downstairs <laughs> and there was a lot that was cleaned out right when you were starting
2: Yes, I know Donna did a huge purge of things right before I started.
1: We've let's see. I think Twin borrowed a petticoat for her wedding from Donna. I sewed some of mm-hmm. my wedding dress at the playhouse. Kai and I spent like I think 48 hours once without leaving at the playhouse shop um <laughs> building some of our cosplay outfits. Nice. I borrowed mannequins <laughs> from Donna actually i still have a pattern of the the capelet that i did for east west players i borrowed from you at the playhouse
2: oh yeah the one you were making out of the um yeah. the curtains i need to return that to you it's
1: <laughs> sitting in my car it's been in my car for months <laughs> but
2: yeah it's every fun. time
1: i need any costuming <laughs> thing i go straight to the playhouse and I'm like what do you guys got you got everything here
2: chances are we've got something that you can use.
1: <laughs> yeah so true <laughs> Uh, some of the things we've talked about at the Playhouse is it's a community theater. They do a ton of shows. So you have, have volunteer people. And I know Donna was good at having a pretty consistent group of volunteers coming on a regular basis. How is it working with volunteers versus, I don't know if you've worked with, a crew that you pay and the schedule or... <laughs> Because volunteers, you never know quite what you're getting and they're scheduled. And how do you plan around getting a show done if you're working with volunteers?
2: Um, I've actually been pretty lucky and all of the volunteers that were with Donna have stayed on. Um, including Donna. She's been volunteering yeah. as well. Shout She's out to excellent. all of the the volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're they're fantastic. Um you know, I don't think I've ever actually worked with a professional um, shop crew, but <laughs> so I've I've mostly had experience with um, with volunteers. Um, like especially at the Norris um, with the conservatory shows, um, a lot of moms would want to come in and help, and it was like, okay, well, I can I can give you this hand sewing and um, right here, fix this button. <laughs> luckily the volunteers at the playhouse um have been working with donna for so long that they have um a lot more skills and i can i feel like i can give them a lot more things
1: yeah there's some of them i've seen for years it's like oh it's wednesday at three o'clock that's the doorbell
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah they're fantastic so i you know right now i'm not um I'm not worried about uh getting shows done. It's just a matter of um I guess planning, yeah, because I know when people are gonna come in, so I try and plan to maybe get a garment to a certain spot before they come in so they can take over on it. Um like that. Make sure I have fittings done so that they can help with alterations.
1: Lots of scheduling and planning.
2: Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's one of your favorite shows that you've designed? I know it's hard to be uh, like, that's what which is your ask. favorite kid? Uh, no. <laughs> or maybe a costume piece. I mean, it doesn't even have to be for a show. I know, you know, you're a nerd too. Any Anything yeah. that you've done and you're like, oh man, that just turned out so much better than I originally <laughs> like had in my head.
2: Um... Not not a costume piece, but I did make my sister's wedding dress, and I'm pretty proud of it. Aww,
1: uh, pretty yeah! Proud of that. <laughs> uh,
2: it was. I did a, um, the bodice was all hand embroidered. Um, it took forever. Yeah.
0: But... I was about to say that's impressive. I don't even know if I would have done that for Stacy.
1: <laughs> twin, uh, twin knitted me a shawl thing that I wore at
2: the wedding. Nice. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, and but not an entire hours. Like,
0: hand-done bodice Jeez.
2: yeah yeah it was a lot i would only do it for her so (laughs) right
0: (laughs) not ever doing that again
2: nope yeah
1: definitely (laughs) gonna ask for a picture of that to put on here because oh man (laughs) man, that's so cool
2: i'll try and find a good one
1: okay excellent what's she like was she part of the design process? And so, like, you went back and forth with her on how she wanted things? Or did you, like, surprise her and were like, I made you this? Or how did that work? Because, I mean, it's your sister and it's a wedding and people get very, yeah. like, focused on that.
2: <laughs> um, we talked about the the shape of what she wanted. Like, details, sweetheart neckline. Did she want a bald gown type thing? Um, and we talked about... Um, the, the embroidery because um, our mother was from Guatemala. So we, uh, we wanted to do something um, to help bring her into it because uh, our mom passed away the year before, two years before. Um, so she obviously she wasn't there, so we wanted to bring her into it. Um, so we knew it was going to be colorful embroidery on a white dress. Um,
0: Oh, that sounds beautiful. That she kind of
2: let me pick the the design, what what was going to go on it. She just wanted it to have some meaning. Um, so I did the the tree a tree of life design on the back, um, and surprised her with that because yeah, she didn't know what it was going to be exactly. <laughs> That's so special. How, how
0: yeah, much before I, the wedding? did you show it to her like enough to do fittings with her or was it kind of like the week before as a surprise?
2: Uh, No, we definitely did fittings. Um, The embroidery part, I think was mostly done um, before um, like final fittings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then I just remember there was a lot of last minute, like getting the buttons on before the ceremony. (laughs) Oh, man. make sure it's all good to go <laughs>
0: yep you're so, like you're
2: like oh. it was huge <laughs> okay you
1: definitely have to find some pictures because i'm so excited to see this dress now <laughs> i'm sure everybody is going to be like i want to see the tree of life on the back of this dress
2: yeah i gotta see um i know some people at the wedding got pictures of it but i don't think i ever got a decent photo of the back myself
1: my God, you're a terrible costume designer. How are you going to advertise yourself?
2: <laughs> I'm so bad at taking pictures of my own work.
1: Yeah. I always remember like, well, if your
0: sister just have her put it back on for you.
2: This is true. Yeah, that's fine.
0: You're like, we I need you to, to model get- for me so I can get some pictures.
2: <laughs> the I'm
1: sure thing about weddings is everybody is taking pictures. I'm sure somebody yes. has a good picture.
2: Yes, I'm sure there is.
1: (laughs) Even if there's not an official photographer, everybody's got their camera out.
2: Exactly. Just gathering all those
1: pictures (laughs) at some point is what takes forever. Yeah. Yeah, the, the one cosplay that we did, I don't even remember which one it was, that we were in the Playhouse costume shop, like all night and uh it was one of those like we were leaving the next morning we were up till oh, six you know you got to get up early when you're cosplaying because you gotta mm-hmm. you can only get half dressed because you can't drive in armor and all that stuff and you get there and and everyone's so excited to see you and you're just like exhausted <laughs> where are <laughs> you, you going were you going to
2: comic-con or
0: yeah
1: I don't probably know.
2: was it comic-con <laughs>
1: No, I don't think this one was Comic-Con. I think it was the... The L.A. Kamikaze. one. Kamikaze, which uh, I think is now called L.A. Comic-Con, but the first couple years it was called Kamikaze. Uh, I think we did it for that. We did cosplay at Comic-Con, but I think we just did steampunk outfits we already had. Awesome. Actually, it was my wedding dress. Yeah, we wore a <laughs> wedding outfit because we did steampunk for our wedding, so we wore those two, the San Diego Comic-Con. Um... But those were already done because we already got married. So That's awesome. You got to wear your wedding dress again.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't remember you did that. That's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had a problem with trying to keep the train up. I kept getting it caught and then coming down because I had it like bustled, the, the bustled up in the back, like uh-huh. the three points or whatever. And you, you can't, it's really hard to fix that in the middle of San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, yeah, you kind of have to like...
2: find a corner somewhere. And... Yeah, and I carried
1: around a bunch of bobby pins and stuff so that I could repin it up. And I don't even know how it was up at the end. There's so many safety pins and all <laughs> in it. But uh, yeah, we we re- re- re-wore our wedding outfits for Comic-Con.
2: That's awesome. I've always wanted to do um, one of those uh, costume repair um Yes,
1: the costumes are... of
2: costume repairs.
1: Yes. Um, booth of costume
2: repair. Yes, walk around with safety pins and tape and, and yeah. tape, that would, yeah, all of that.
0: Have that. That would be so awesome to just have a booth where you can, like, run to it and be like, <laughs> I pulled out the hem of my thing. My zipper got
2: stuck. Yeah, we've yeah. got hot glue guns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like For every color. That would, awesome.
0: that would be pretty cool. You should totally do that. It's like, so useful. <laughs>
2: Hot yes, I've seen pictures everywhere. of people who've walked around with like thread on a bandolier. Yeah. Yes. I would love to do that someday. <laughs> <laughs> when conventions happen again. Yeah. More
0: right. oh. <laughs> than three people are allowed to be next to each other. Yes. And oh yeah, I,
2: I
1: don't know if Comic-Con is officially cancelled, but there's rumours Comic-Con's going to cancel. I'm a little heartbroken because where I work now, they actually do booths at Comic-Con, and so I was fighting to work there, and then I was like, no!
0: When is that, though? Is it June?
1: I think it's usually July. Yeah, it's like the middle end of July, but the entire entertainment industry has been canceling everything out here for, like, the rest of the year.
2: Yeah.
0: Don't say that.
1: I know. They're not out here. (laughs) And hopefully theaters bounce back faster than some of the other ones. I don't know. Also, Twin, you do some weird shit. Nobody, like, 20 people fit in the catacombs, so it's not like you guys can't social distance 20 people in that catacomb.
0: You cannot social distance in the catacombs. It's only 9 feet wide. Yeah, I know.
2: That would be difficult, yeah. (laughs) But But it's so
0: cold,
1: maybe the virus doesn't grow in the catacombs.
0: This is possible. This is very possible. (laughs) I had more questions about costuming. What was it? Uh, <laughs> and then I got distracted by catacombs
1: and Comic Con.
0: <laughs> this is true. And oh, no. now it's gone. Oh, do you have a, because Stacey asked what you have a favorite piece. Do you have a favorite yeah. time period that you like to do?
2: Oh, yeah. Um. I think I, one of the reasons I got into costuming was. The Victorian era uh,
1: um, yeah it's a good it's, one it's
2: hard not to not to like it for me um, I just I think I liked all of the, the social aspects of what people wore um, mm-hmm. the idea of people changing for tea and for dinner and right. for everything and um, your social
1: class and your standing and everything
2: yeah. Um, and I haven't I don't think I've ever I've done one or two shows in the 30s, but I love 1930s fashion. And I really want to do a show in the 30s.
0: I don't know if I know too much of the 30s. Yeah, what
1: is, because that's right before the war. Mm-hmm.
2: So Great Depression, Um, fluffy sleeves, bows. Mm, okay, <laughs> yeah, 50s, yeah. 20s.
1: Yeah, the Roaring Twenties, and then there's the wartime outfit. So like the 30s, I just kind of...
2: Yeah, it's the transition into wartime silhouettes.
0: That's, That's interesting. What about as far as... I mean, this might answer itself since you answered the last question, but there are some designers I know that prefer building ground up, and there's some that are really just not just, but prefer shopping and are really like doing the shows where they just go out and they shop the looks, which I guess is a much more modern look. But I definitely know in opera, there's some that are categorized each way. Do you prefer building from the ground up or does it, do you really think about it that way? Or you just think about it like per show.
2: I think I usually think about it per show. Um, for me, it's usually a mix of that. Um I usually like to pull from stock first, um, see if we have things that fit the characters in the story. And then I'll go, it really does. Um, And then from there, I'll usually um, figure out, okay, this, none of this is working for me. It's not going to fit our actor. Um, Mm It doesn't fit the the character. So then I'll be, I'll think of um, what I want to build from that.
1: How does that work at the Playhouse? I know there's a lot of costumes, but where do you... I don't think the Playhouse has a bunch of just fabric. Where do you go to get your fabrics?
2: We do have um, some stock of fabric. Um, things that were bought for previous shows that were never used. Or we do get a lot of donations of fabric as well. Yeah. Um. So usually I'll try and go through and see if we have something first. Um, and then I'll go to local um, fabric stores. Um there's m&l in anaheim i don't remember where it is i think it's anaheim um sas in hawthorne i like to hit those stores first before i go downtown
0: yeah that totally makes sense i think i went shopping with with Donna once to get fabric. I don't remember what for, but I definitely remember going shopping with her to get fabric and I kept getting distracted by different things and she was like in the back looking at the sales section or something. But- yeah,
1: I've, I've never, like if I want fabric, uh, I usually just go downtown because they've mm-hmm. got, everything everything yeah Yeah. for my wedding dress i took mom and i was like well i'm not doing like wedding dress shopping so we're going to the fabric district to look at fabric Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i do get distracted on ooh, this is pretty i have no idea what i would ever do with this but i kind of want it
2: yeah i'm really bad in fabric shops (laughs) i tend to um shop for myself on the side (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Or at least get distracted like you
1: do. <laughs> yep. How many boxes of fabric are you just going through right now making mask?
2: Uh, I think I have surprisingly only one. Oh, we've got like three at our house. We're t- yeah. terrible at it. Well, the I only have one that... Like suitable for mask making. But I do have more than one. (laughs) That's true.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because going with the cotton easy washable and all that, we had like like, pulled it out of different boxes because there's like the leftover of my wedding dress and the leftover of this cosplay. And all over the place.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I have a couple stashes of fabric around the apartment. (laughs) Yep.
1: Well, Twin can't really complain because she doesn't
0: do the fabric,
1: but how many... Things of yarn do
0: you have around? Shh. Don't (laughs) ask these questions.
1: (laughs) Matt might be around.
0: (laughs) Um I have so I have one of those like no, we took most of it out there. I have a lot of my supplies in there. In the basement, we have a storage unit and I have there's probably like four or five boxes of yarn that are just filled up, like storage containers of yarn, I think. I was doing pretty good on myself, like going through a lot of my yarn. And then when my mother in law passed away, she had like two houses of yarn. So I took a lot kidding. of that.
1: Like you walk no, I'm not into kidding. a bedroom and you <laughs> open across the door and it's just floor to ceiling boxes of yarn labeled. That's yep. intense. I got yeah, sent was...
0: some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't bought yarn in a few years because I've just been going through a lot of her stuff. Like we we donated a lot of yarn, but I kept a lot of stuff that I wanted to, like blankets that I wanted, but also she. Mm-hmm was notorious for starting a lot of projects and like doing the first 20 rows and then putting it down and picking up the next one. So I've gone through <laughs> at least four blankets that she had started and I've now finished. And some have gone to friends, some have gone to family. Um,
1: You've auctioned off some at some theater. theater. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. But a lot of it is, you know, she already I started this. like so-
1: five scarves and two blankets and a couple <laughs> <of> shawls and <laughs> Every
0: new niece yeah, and I was wondering what would be in- they do. do yeah, or, or crochet. So that or was both. nice, but <laughs> uh, I was just a knitter. But she, a couple of her patterns, like the the one that I finished finished most recently, was a crochet pattern. And I'm not as skilled reading the crochet um, patterns, and so I did have to mm-hmm. like Google it and YouTube it and like watch a couple of YouTube patterns, and then I did like six rows. And before I realized that the rows were off, because, you know, the first couple I couldn't tell. And then I did enough that I was like, oh, my God, this doesn't work. So then I had to, like, pull out <laughs> five days of of crocheting and start over. Sure but I'm mostly I that. knit. <laughs> That, yeah, probably. That, I get very angry when I have to pull it all out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I was uh, working on these masks and I, I started them when I was back out here in Redlands with my mom because mom taught us how to sew. And I was like, God, I hate pulling seams out. And like the next thing I sewed, I was like, God, I sewed the wrong <laughs> thing. Like When anybody graduates from like sewing school, they should give them a seam ripper like dipped in gold. And they're like, dude, you're going to be using this all the time.
2: A lot. It's because you said that something. Was-
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. Because I
2: said something. You tempted the, the sewing machine and the sewing gods. <laughs>
1: oh, I mean the dice gods are doing great for me now. Uh currently <laughs> they usually are not happy with me. So actually like the bobbin good? the bobbin god has been doing pretty nice. So Yeah, usually oh, it's good. the
0: bobbin that you get in fights with. Yeah. Yeah, the bobbin's always a, always bobbin. a
1: pain. But no, we me and the sewing machine are getting along right now. It's pretty nice. Good.
0: <laughs> I actually really miss having a sewing machine because I spent my whole four years in college working in the costume shop and That's I awesome. really loved it. And it's, it was so therapeutic, but, and I did learn to take, um, besides all the basic stuff, but I obviously knew how to sew really well as um, as well. So we would give all the other kids the like sort the buttons. Um, and then my... <laughs> instructor the shop manager would also teach me how to like she was starting to teach me how to make my own patterns and all of that which was really really cool even though I knew I was going to be a stage manager it was just so nice to work in the costume shop and now there's so many times where I just want to fix something or like I have a dress that I really love but the zipper is broken and I can't fix it and I'm like I don't want to take this in and have somebody else fix it like I just want to like fix it here and the apartment's so small I'm like I can't get a sewing machine and <laughs> I just Aww. want a sewing machine to fix these things
1: <laughs> and that makes me really sad yeah, me too. <laughs> Where would I, I put it? Danny's house? Michael's house? Yeah, right. They just live upstairs and down the hall. Tell Luli she needs one and go visit Luli <laughs> and sew at her house.
0: I know. I think she might have one. Once I did take a whole bunch of stuff and I brought it up to uh, Tri-Cities Opera when I was working there and just borrowed the sewing machine there and just like hemmed and fixed a lot of things then, but you know. I do miss sewing and costumes and I yeah. volunteered with, with Donna quite a few times when I was out there. I know you'd be bored uh, My first couple long of years
1: out there. And <laughs> you'd come Donna. over. <laughs> yeah. I yeah will... Go visit Donna. She'll give you something to do.
2: I love it. Yeah. The <laughs> playhouse part. If you're bored.
1: <laughs> exactly. The Playhouse always has something for you to do. I uh, I brought my sewing machine in a number of times to the Norris, to East West Players. Um, I'm sewing pillow cushions right now at 1540. Yeah. And then when people learn you can sew, they're always like, oh my God, you can sew? And it's like, dude, the hardest part is threading the thing. Pushing <laughs> your foot down and sending fabric through is easy.
2: <laughs> That's very yeah, true. I love that you guys know how to sew. and yeah, I think it's great for... Ma- um, Everyone to lo- know at least a little bit. Yes, exactly. My husband. Sews. Actors should learn at least how to sew on a button. <laughs> yeah, they break them all the time. Yes, yes, they do.
0: <laughs> they can like hem their own pants or like fix a hem on something. And hemming is so easy. Well,
2: it really is. On yeah. Most <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: but, like, unless there's like it's... a big. <laughs> yeah. But.
1: But yeah, simple things like that. Yeah. I've been trying to think of things uh, we're trying to think of like activities that we can like box up and send to people uh, at Mm -hmm. 1540 and so I was like I feel like we need to teach people how to sew but I don't know if I should be sending people needles (laughs) because I don't know Uh, like what age these kids are (laughs) and so I don't want to give them a needle but I feel like sewing is like a life (laughs) lesson they should learn and I haven't figured um, that out
2: I know what uh I think the probably the first thing I ever made were um were ornaments when I was really little christmas tree ornaments and you just give them felt and the really big yarn needles and yarn Yeah, I was
0: just think You
2: we really learn how big to stitch yarn that with
1: needles. Mhm. Oh, I like this. The plastic big plastic ones? Yeah, cuz then they can't like really hurt themselves and <laughs> they're not going to lose the needle on the ground or poke out their eye or bleed exactly. on something.
2: But they can still learn the stitches.
1: Excellent. Because I feel like, yeah, even just basic stitching on a button or, you know, you got a hole in your pants and you're just, like, something like that. Like, not everyone has to be able to make their own patterns and sew their own wedding dress, but
2: something. Exactly. At least the basic hand stitches. Yeah. Like, I especially feel like um, at the Playhouse, we don't have a costume crew. Um, So usually it's just the stage manager and other actors helping people out. So... Mm -hmm. I'm not really on call during shows unless something major happens. So it'd be a nice thing for them to know.
1: Yeah. Plus it's just a life lesson. Very useful. Exactly. Like you should be able to cook basic <laughs> So food. you get random phone calls about it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, I'm sure you get plenty of phone calls of, well, I'm sure every rehearsal report or performance report says so-and-so ripped a button. I remember because uh, mm-hmm. when I did, the set design for hair and i'd get the re- rehearsal reports and performance yeah. reports every damn report was somebody broke jewelry Something. somebody ripped a hymn somebody ripped a seam somebody it's like guys christina's got other shows to do stop ruining your costumes <laughs> i feel like i just shouldn't have given <laughs> <gave> them jewelry <laughs> yeah they were breaking necklaces were like breaking every everything. other day beads well that's a pretty place.
0: active show though right
1: yeah but they're hippies they needed yeah. jewelry Right. They just but
2: have
1: they're right all over the place. It. Yeah, That's they're true. just vicious. I was like, they broke a set piece. It's supposed to look like that. You're fine. Yeah, like <laughs> you. I designed it that way. <laughs> Slightly different for you.
2: Yeah. Big tear in that skirt. That was a design choice. <laughs> <laughs> they're dirty hippies. They they can't fix their own things.
1: Exactly. That's- They haven't done laundry in months. They're fine. (laughs) So funny. Okay, I think we're getting close to an hour. Um, See? You didn't run out of things to say! Hooray! Yeah, it's never (laughs) been an issue. Okay, so our last question that we always ask, and which, again, didn't give you hardly any warning, is do you have any twin stories?
2: Um, do I? I... I had a crush on a twin in middle school. <laughs> could
1: you tell them apart, or were they identical? Or
2: uh, no, I think they were fraternal, so yeah, I could tell them apart. Okay. <laughs> yeah, crush on one of them. <laughs> nice. Um, and then I have uh, I just remember um, Cindy coming out to a show at the Norris, and we were at the, the opening reception for the show, and I remember hearing. Um, hearing Cindy and thinking it was Stacey. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Greg always found it so entertaining because I would tell him that, like, Twin was coming out. Uh, Mm -hmm. But then he always wanted us to play tricks on everybody else. Because he could (laughs) tell us apart. Uh, It would take him a second, but, I mean, I knew him for nine and a half years, so he was pretty good at it. But then he'd be like, hey, Cindy, go downstairs and talk to (laughs) so-and-so. When Cindy comes, tell her or Twin and Nina. Nina actually didn't know say, Twin's name. He never name.
0: He said Twin. He said yeah. Twin.
1: Yeah, at the wedding, his wife Nina was like, "I don't actually know Twin's name because Greg just says Twin." I was
2: going to so no say, Cindy, I, don't but... know if I actually knew your name for a very long time because you only said Twin. Yes, yeah, I Still only don't. say Twin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can tell you think of what show that was. Um, just hearing Hello? you. you guys voices are so similar <laughs> that is yeah. what everybody says
0: mom says it too yeah somebody was saying to me the other day uh one of the stage manager association people she was like i've listened to all but two of your podcasts and i still, still can't tell you apart i still can't figure out who's talking <laughs> unless someone will say the other one's name and she's like oh she was like, oh. she was like think all I, of those podcasts i still don't know
2: yeah i think i hear it now but i don't know <laughs> it's okay we get confused too so
1: love it sometimes we'll send a picture and be like is that you you look like me well we are twins yeah but like you really look like me in that
0: picture but you you actually look like me right now it's so weird
1: yeah i don't know what you're doing but now you look like me
0: (laughs) we did do that just recently i forgot that was funny
1: yeah i don't know (laughs) Yeah, I forget what, see, I can't remember. One of us sent a picture to the other one, and we were both like, dude, I, or like, Kai said I looked like Twin, or Twin looked like me, or, I don't know. It gets confusing, do you, but. Do you guys dress similarly, though? Yeah, almost all my clothes come from Gap, because that's where Twin works when she's bored. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, the pants, the yeah, pants okay. I'm wearing, she sent me like a month ago. Yeah, the shirt I'm wearing comes from Gap.
0: <laughs> she just mostly send,
1: i just get boxes every once in a while of clothing and then that's what i wear
0: pretty much she'll just t- text me or call me and be like i'm running out of pants and I'll be like okay give me a few days i send them more. yep then
2: i just
1: transfer money and pants come in the mail and done simplest shopping ever
2: If so you have your twin shopper for you yeah it's very personal convenient. shopper
1: yeah and she gets a discount so I don't have to worry about if it fits because if it fits her, it's probably going to fit me. She knows like how long it needs to be <laughs> and just gets sent in the mail. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: All right, you don't even have to go to the store for it.
1: No, I haven't been in a store forever. Usually it's around. <laughs> <laughs> we're around. If
0: only they would open again.
1: She <laughs> wouldn't be so bored all the time. You finish no. that Lord of the Rings cross-stitch I gave you three years ago. Oh man, I want to see that. Ooh, she's almost I've, done with page one of twelve.
0: Correct. <laughs> almost done with the one of twelve. I haven't been making good progress on it this week though, because I've been working on SMA stuff. But um, tomorrow I plan to spend most of my day on it.
1: Excellent. Nice. Matt's gonna yeah. finish the Falcon way before you finish the cross stitch.
0: <laughs> might be finished today. He only had one bag left earlier, so he might be done already.
1: But he's that thing is because... huge though. Yeah, it takes up her whole dining room table. Yep. We've been getting daily updates from Matt on yep. it. <laughs>
0: it is pretty awesome, though. We just don't know where we're going to put it now. But it is really awesome.
2: Got to find a find a display, somewhere to display it.
0: Well, that's exactly it. We were looking at, like, they make these little, like, stands. But it now that we have it built, we're like, I don't know if it's going to, how does it fit on the stand? Like, we don't think it's sturdy enough to fit on the stand. And that then we saw weighs, one that's like. How a, much
1: does that thing weigh?
0: it's pretty heavy, but also like, even when you pick it up right now, you can see the whole thing bending. So we're like, how are we going to put it on a stand? And then we saw this display that like mounts to a wall so that it's actually like mounted on a wall. And we're like, how, like it's the the whole top part is meant to come off so that you can see the inside. How the hell am I mounting it to a wall? We haven't figured it out. And bolt. I know, but then you can't see the, the rooms on the inside. We don't know. That's our next problem.
1: Matt's got to figure that one out.
0: Yeah. Okay, we'll we'll send do.
1: pictures of the cross stitch and the falcon, and you got to send us pictures of Yay. your sister's wedding dress. <laughs> we'll do <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Time for me to go eat dinner. Mom and dad Yay. made something. They barbecued steak, I think. <laughs> okay. Thank
2: you, Christina. Yeah, I'm sure thank I'll you. see you once the playhouse
0: is open again. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you when I come back to California. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more, visit our website at twinstalktheater.podbean.com and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music. You can also interact with us on Facebook or Instagram at Theatre. Total music, Dance Macop, is provided by Kevin McLeod of incomtech.com under Creative Common License 3.0.